Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode 13. We're actually doing okay. We are. You know, for a bunch of amateur podcasters. Proud of us. Although I have to say I'm a little bit sceptical about the number 13. Oh, you think this is going to be an unlucky podcast? Well, someone's fucking calling me. Rude. Sorry. Who is that? I know that number. Um, yeah, sorry. It's not about me right the now. The fucking Apple Watch mm. notifications. We're still here. Oh, That's okay. <laughs> like, put it on Do Not Disturb, doll. We're recording a podcast. It's one hour out of the week. Uh, I'm sorry. I will. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't like, I don't really like the number 13. Mm. I don't feel like I'm usually a very sus- suspicious, superstitious person. Superstitious. But I don't know. What do, I just don't. 13's a bit of Bad a vibes. Ick, ick. Ick. Equal tick. Equal tick 13. number 13. Ick. Is it true that hotels don't put a room 13 or a floor 13? I've heard that. I always think about it and I've never checked. I don't think I've ever been... No. I'm going to check. You should Mm. and let me know because I feel like... See, that's like a world-known thing then. But is it a myth? Well, I mean, it really depends. Some people would think that it's ridiculous. You need to look it up. Like walking under letters. Probably wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Black cats probably wouldn't buy one. Keeping a rabbit's tail. Is that a thing? <gasps> I saw a ladybug today. Isn't that a good sign? Is it? I don't know. I it was on my car. That's cute. I keep seeing it... butterflies and I'm like, is this a sign or is, that is it the butterfly season? So weird that you said that because Corey also said that he's been seeing butterflies and he's seen three in the last like week and one literally just like we were in. It was inside his house and one was inside his house and just landed on him. That's weird. Is that weird? That is weird. And he'd already told me the day before, he's like, I've been seeing heaps of butterflies. And then one just flew and landed on him. So is it butterfly season or are we both experiencing some superstitious Well, I Googled shit? it. I Googled it, like what mean, mm. what, what seeing butterflies means. And it means that you are going through a big transition or you're about to go through a transition or there's like change and like embrace it that's nice i've always symbolized seeing butterflies with my nan who's passed away and so whenever i see one i just like think bless her is there a reason why you i just i don't know maybe like around the time that she passed away i started seeing them a bit and i was like you know you just like tie things in i don't know if it is but like to me it's just like it sort of makes me think of her and well you know what they say they say like if you think it's like a sign then it most likely is yeah so is your lady beetle a sign? Lady beetle? Ladybug. Are they the same thing? Are we allowed to call them ladybugs anymore? Oh, probably not. They them? They them. <laughs> is that what you were going They them bug? <laughs> <laughs> we should not take the piss. Um, I don't know. I just always assume that they mean... I'm pretty sure it's a lucky. Yeah. I'm feeling lucky. Love that. Yeah. Love that for you. Yeah. But no, it was cute. It was cute. Um, how was uh dumbbell? Oh, let me just let me just say if you listen to the last episode, Emma <laughs> said, I'm going to dumbbell, I'm getting picked up at 10, that's it, I've set the curfew, blah blah. Then it just like the plan slowly started changing, the timeline slowly started getting pushed out, and then it comes to what day was it? Saturday, yeah, and I'm like, the day of, <laughs> I'm like, oh, so are you sticking to the are you sticking to the schedule? And she's like, oh, well. We've given ourselves a time limit, a curfew, a curfew of 2 a.m. And I'm like, hold the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, you literally said a week ago that the curfew was 10 p.m. And now we've just oh, increased look, it by four We hours. all know that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Okay. 
But you know what? The thought was there for trying. But to be honest, I'm actually quite proud of myself because I, I mean, I got home at 3 a.m., which not bad. I mean, I did start at about 4 p.m. And so also you had a decent travel time. Yeah, yeah I had an hour. Well, so, it was actually only 38 minutes. Oh, so bizarre. 38 minutes. Yeah, I was shook. I was like really like gearing myself up in for like a long commute home. And then I was like, oh, it's not too bad at all. Around the corner. Um, but no, so Dom Dollar was oh, fucking incredible. I just, I just can't even, I just can't, I have no words, Jackie. To describe it it was so good he was just fabulous puts on a great show as well and i think like he didn't just play like he obviously has a lot of great hits but he played lots of different songs like um and yeah we actually nailed the timing because we got there he came on at nine and i reckon we got there at like 8 45 yeah it was like two hours of power and we were out love it yeah love so, that it was really good. When it's not like a really drawn out thing. No, because like I actually sometimes then, hate waiting. Mm. I'm like, I just want them to be on now. Like I've come for one thing. I don't want to see your support act. No, <laughs> no offense. No. no offense. I'm sure they were great. Um, yeah, so it was really good. And then it was so funny because like everyone had all these rumors. Like everyone was like, oh, Dom Dollar's playing here afterwards. Dom Dollar's playing here. You've got to go here. And like, I mean, I, th- I thought I was like really cool because I had like a bit of an inside scoop. I was like, oh, Dom Dollar's going to be at Circus. Obviously, I'm going to go there. Got to circus and yeah, it got to like two AM and I was like, he's probably not coming. <laughs> he's probably in bed. <laughs> but he's the place was just cra- so crowded. And like, everyone there was like, Dom Dollar's coming here, Dom Dollar's coming here. Like everyone's getting really excited and then he just I love that there's like someone out there who started that rumour and is like probably the manager of circus that's just trying to bump up sales. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it's funny because I actually yeah. I messaged the manager of circus and he was like, I can't, I can't confirm or deny. That was what he said. Yeah. So in other words, come here, spend your money. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. He really, I'm sure maybe the intention was there. Do you know what was funny though? Like as I was walking out, the DJ that was playing, I feel like he was just like fucking with everyone because he started playing like little bits of Dom Dollar. Like just little snippets and then he'd go back to like another song and then he'd put like the Black Betty remix in there quickly and then he'd like go back to another Never song. Go, Everyone's oh. like, oh, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. And then like my friend was there all night and he, he like messaged me the next day. He's like, yeah, he didn't come. <laughs> like, just edging everyone, like getting them you know that close and then being you, like, no. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what's annoying though? Is like I probably would have just gone home yeah. like after to be fair because I actually had such a good time and I hate when you try to just push a night out when it's like you've had you you've had your fun it's probably not going to get any better like go home don't feel shit the next day and i mean that they're the best night yeah for sure when you're like let's just do this and then back it up yeah um but i walked i, I went back to Corey's house and i walked in on the funniest oh like God, the weirdest fucking thing like bless him but like it was now 3 a.m and i'm like oh he'll be in bed or whatever and i like walk in mind you i've had a you know i'm a bit bit tipsy had a had a big night um and i walk in and like i just see Corey on the couch and he's got like he's laying on his back he's got his eye mask on he's got his phone right up next to his ear like playing where really, is he on he's the, couch in the lounge room okay. on the couch in the lounge room he's playing he's got like rain music up full ball and then the Christmas lights were like full flashing, like like a fucking rave. Like, and he's just like, 
I'm like, what is going on here? Like, it's are you well? <laughs> literally, are you well? And he was like so out of it, but like awake. And he was just, was he like waiting for you to get home safely? I don't know. Like, I... Or is that just what he does on a Saturday night <laughs> on his own? <laughs> like the rain music. It was the rain music up so loud and just the flashing lights for me. But then also having like the mask on. That's what got eyes. me. I was like, so why is he wearing the mask? Because if he turned the lights off. I don't know. It was honestly a scene to walk into and I was just like, I don't know, <laughs> I'll leave you to your fucking weird ritual shit. Um, but yeah, all in all, good night. I would say if I'm going to rate it out of 10, 11, yeah. great night. Um, 11 out of 10. Would see him again, 100%. Love him so much. Can we talk about you calling me at, on Sunday? Being like, oh. hey, where are you? And I'm like, hey, I'm just in the middle of a run. <laughs> yes, I had left. I locked myself out of the house essentially. I didn't have my car keys, and then Jackie wasn't home, so I just had to. And I wasn't even running in a place where you could like just like meet me to get my car key or something like that. Like I was on a running track off the yeah. Peninsula Link, and I was just like running and trying to like plan this in my head, but also like stay focused. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'll be home in twenty minutes. <laughs> I know, and I was just waiting for you at the front, like he hello. I had my pillow Can and everything. <laughs> yeah no i i I, yeah i always forget my car keys if you're not going home straight after a night out it's very easy to not take your keys and also like if i had taken my keys to dom dollar i probably would Would you lose them them? yeah yeah so i mean it probably worked out for the best it all worked out fine we um we got there in the end um but yeah i wasn't too hungover which is great yeah i actually felt really great afterwards not great but not rough that's what Um, you want yeah. There's nothing worse than a really good night and then you've got a terrible hangover story in my fucking life. Yeah, I'm getting like flashbacks to your birthday of you. I was like pretty good. It just ruins it. It just makes me think, why the fuck would I do that? Yeah. But then when I feel good, I'm like, oh, I couldn't do that again. But you have like a very bad reaction to alcohol. You're almost like allergic. Yeah, that sucks. That's when you, you just got to send it. Just full send. Full send. Um... So let's talk about what you put up on your story last week. Oh, the shower debate. Because this has really got me shook. Mate, I've still got people messaging me being like, have you learned to shower like a real person yet? And I'm like, I... Let's like unpack this because I... So if you don't know, the thing is, the question is, how do you shower? When you walk into the shower, do you let the water primarily obviously everyone rotates to clean but like primarily do you let the water run down your chest or do you let the water run down your back and i saw this i saw this on tiktok and i was literally like this chick's joking what do you mean everyone faces the water i just i I had never thought there's two ways to shower and then i started reading the comments saying she's just trolling people trying to get people to like comment on it and like build up her engagement and everyone's commenting on it being like who the fuck would face the water? Like, water faces are rare. Oh my God, I can't believe it. And I'm like, oh, I've been doing it wrong my whole life. Mind blown. Yeah. And it's just started a whole thing. A whole thing. It's a whole thing. So, what are you? You're a. I'm a water down my chest. Water I'm the same as you. Yeah. Because what I don't get, and I don't know if this is because we're female, but then a lot of females say the opposite. I don't want my hair to get wet Mm. that's one reason but also i i feel like you want the warmth on like your vital organs like your chest and your stomach yeah Yeah. and on your back i just feel like i'd be cold yeah but the arguments that i've received are 
bet you get water in your face. And but I'm like, you don't. you're in the shower to get wet, first of all. And like, have you not nailed how to have a shower without getting splashed in your face? They could probably say that the, the other way. But, but like, I just think that's such a silly argument. And then the other one, someone said to me recently, today or yesterday, do you have fun staring at the wall in the shower? And I'm like, oh, sorry, would I be having a fucking party if I was facing my bath? That's what I mean. But the other thing is, for me, I don't know how your shower is, but for my shower, I have like all my soaps and shampoos in like a little yeah. like carrier that is like on my wall. Yeah. So I, when I need to access things, I don't have to turn around and then I like, and you know what else? I always read the shampoo labels. Do you? Well, sometimes, yeah. If I'm, if I, I you know, have a nice little read in the shower sometimes, I know a lot about what's in my shampoos and conditioners. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, it's easy access. Just grab it, like put it back. Got my like face, my face cleanser, my toothbrush, my toothpaste. Well, yeah, and it just makes sense to face where the things are. I think even if your things aren't there, I don't know. I just I tried it. I thought I'm gonna see how How'd this feels. Ugh, ick. Yeah. And you know what's like when you get the bottom of your hair just that like oh. little bit wet. Yeah. Ugh. Ick as well. Very much an ick. I yeah I personally I'm I'm right there with you and I think it really has like I've got into a lot of debates with people especially at work like a lot of the girls are like you're a fucking psychopath and I'm like no you are because it just I just don't really understand it but I mean like and I would like to know what the correct way is there a correct way well it has to be our way because (laughs) obviously (laughs) no it has to be like I said to someone the other day, how do, you sh- how do you wash your underarms then if your back is facing the water? And they said they lift their arm up and slightly turn. Why wouldn't you just face the water, lift your arm up and it's there? Like you can get soap in your underarms and then you can get water on your underarms. Functionally, it makes a lot more sense. And like, and like if you're brushing your teeth in the shower, what you're facing away and then you turn around to get the water on your toothbrush and spit down the drain. It just doesn't make any sense. sense. And I'm wondering, like, because I'm trying to think if I don't remember someone ever showing me how to shower. Like, my mum ever being like, no, you just do it yourself. Just do it. I mean, feel free to challenge us if that's, if you think, no, you know what? Don't, because I'm actually over it and you're not going to change my mind. I was literally blown away. Like, the poll was like 60 or 70% of people face the other way. Wow. So whether and everyone's so passionate about it, and I think because everyone does it, everyone showers, and you're one or the other. And I also think like not many people probably think about it. No one's probably really no. thought about it before. Like I know I had. I was literally like, "What do you fucking mean?" It's not something that you would be like ever think about it. It's like when you do when you know something is right, and then someone questions you, and you're like, "But no, no, straight up no, straight up no, you're wrong." Yeah, it's cause it's been a you know a cause of frustration for a lot of people this week. I'm still perplexed by it. Mental, isn't it? Absolutely mental. Um, should we get into this mm-hmm. episode? Yeah, what we're going to talk about we because we kind of mentioned it last time, but we're going to be doing the 2023 in review. Yeah, review our years, our year, our year, the shit, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the fucking shit. <laughs> what'd you say earlier you're like yeah so like if we could just like try and summarize the word in one i mean the year in one word, word. and i just started writing down fucked fuck and then i'm like no nah, we're not we're not doing that we need to put out positive vibes 
<laughs> realistic vibes, I think. Realistic. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you've got to be delusional. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of delusion always. Always it goes a long way. Mm. Mm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Ask how we live our lives. Yeah. So, when you were coming into 2023, mm. how did you think this year was going to go? Like, what, how did it look in your mind? Well, I very clearly remember we started off the new we year did. together in Thailand. <laughs> Watching the fireworks. Um, to be fair, it feels like yesterday. Um, and to be quite fair, I don't think I had an idea of, I mean, idea of how my year would go. I think I probably thought I would, I don't know, probably still be in the city, Mm. um, you know, yeah, like I feel like it definitely didn't go how I thought it would go. Um, but I, I also remember just thinking like, this is going to be a great year. And that I was going to make gains um, and grow. And I almost feel like, and I think because the year before, like the year had just gone, had been a really shit year mm. for me too. And there'd been heaps of like changes in my life, heaps of transitions, um, a lot of like really hard lessons. So I was kind of like, oh, 2023 is going to be a lot cruisier, smooth sailing, because the last year I've had has just been really, really fucked. And I think, yeah, I was like, it's all looking up. And it's not that, like, this year's been challenging in different ways to last year. Um, But, yeah, I think that it's definitely not what I thought it would be. What would you say, like, a challenge was this year for you that you maybe weren't expecting? Mm, I think one of the biggest challenges for me this year was the different opportunities that I was presented with and feeling like I needed to make the right decision by everyone Mm. and not really considering maybe like what I wanted um and feeling like people pleasing and and being like oh well maybe I should do this because then they'll be happy and and then I think like I had a big reflection on myself and I thought well there was that I remember there was a point in the year where I was like I actually have made all these decisions for other people and not actually listened to what I want Mm. Um, and then I found myself in a place where I was, I felt really like lost and yeah, lost a sense of sense of like my identity and almost like grieving a life that I had and wishing that I could go back. Um, yeah, which I feel like, I don't know about you, but I think that it could, you know, similar kind of themes might come up for you or how, how, how does that sort of feel when I kind of say those things? Does that bring up things for you? Yeah, definitely. Like. I think, I mean, in terms of like making decisions for other people, not really. Um, In a sense, yes, but I haven't really made any sort of like huge decisions this year other than moving back. Um, And that was because I thought that was sort of like what I wanted at the time. But yeah, yeah. That's really true, actually, like just what you just said. Like, I think that's been a huge theme kind of of this year is like I have thought I wanted something mm. and then I've made a decision and then I, it's been like a trial and error mm. year, I feel. Like I've made decisions and then I'm like, fuck, probably wasn't the right decision or should have made it like it could have been the right decision but with a few changes. Mm. Um, 
And I think it's like, I don't know, that's like a hard thing to sort of go through because you go into something or you do something with the expectation that, you know, and you saying that you're doing it because for other people, like you go in with the expectation of like, oh, this other person is going to be so like grateful or so happy or so, you know, appreciative that I've done this. And then when you don't receive that and then you also haven't done it for yourself, it's just like a big pile of like, yeah, like disappointment kind of like, well, you know, um, and I think that's a massive thing to take away is like to not make decisions based on like how you think someone else will feel if you do that and sort of be more in touch with like what you want and what is important to you and what your values and your beliefs are. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. And I think that's probably a really hard thing because, yeah, like un- like knowing what your values are and knowing what your beliefs are and also knowing that each year they can change as well um and you know one year you might you know feel a certain way or have certain beliefs and then the next year things can change and it's completely different um so I guess continuously trying to reflect on is this serving me am I living authentically to how I want to live um and I guess like you know a lot of the time if you don't try it you don't know yeah so I think that's got to come into play like it's not like every decision you make if you make it in alignment with you and what you want or what you think you want, that it's still going to be the right thing or it's still going to be exactly as you planned. Um, and I think as well, not seeing failing as like not being successful, if that makes sense. Yeah, or like not even looking at it as a failure, you know. Because I think, you know, just because something hasn't worked out, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you failed. It's like, you know, it's kind of, it still gives you direction and it still you know gives you sort of reflection on okay well that didn't work for me but like that means that's not for me and what what possibly what's the next step yeah yeah that's right um and I think yeah it's super important to sort of be able to acknowledge that understand that and then remind yourself of that when you're in those moments you know I feel like I had a lot of moments this year where I thought like you know quote unquote I'm failing yeah um and yeah I feel like that reminder to myself would have helped me Mm. quite a lot a few times you know um and it's you know it's one of those things that's easier said than done when you're in it oh definitely so I guess like why did you feel like a failure or can you like pinpoint times in the last year where you were like fuck this isn't working for me I think for me, like a massive thing was, you know, last year I had like a pretty amazing year. I traveled so much. I lived overseas. Um, and it was just like one of those years where I was like, holy fuck, I'm doing this, you know? And I felt that often, like that weekly, Mm. almost daily. I would be like, holy fucking shit. Like Mm. this is a life that I've created for myself. Um, and then, you know, after, March, April, I'd obviously come to the decision that like I wanted to move home and be here for certain reasons. And I think that I had such high expectations of coming home and feeling a certain way. Um, And I genuinely think that me having those expectations made it harder. Mm. Like, because I thought, oh, I'll come home and I'll feel like the connection that I didn't feel when I lived in Thailand. I'll, you know be able to go back to my 
normal life like I don't know like all these things that I was like all right cool that'll be like a really good thing that'll come from moving back to Melbourne and every week every month like I'd be like fuck is am I gonna feel that yet am I gonna feel that yet am I gonna feel that yet and I just like that was just constant and like you know I'll openly say like I hit a really low point this year Mm. um and it was dark like Mm. I just remember thinking what the fuck am I doing why am I here like what I just I literally had no desire to change I thought change what the fuck for Mm. like you know oh do shit that makes you happy what for like is this what life is you know um do you think it's because as well like you almost had like been you were here and then you went away and you mm. got a completely different perspective on like you almost created this new identity mm. and you found this new sense of purpose mm. and then you came back here mm. and you were kind of like you're like a different person because mm. you've had different experiences mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and maybe this new person had different expectations or like perspective for sure for sure and i think you know and you can definitely relate to this i think mm. is you know for the last two years Mm. two and a half years we haven't lived in the place where we grew up Mm. no you know we spent like a lot of time away and then so coming back here there was just like I don't know like a lot of triggers and a lot of things that you know and now upon reflecting like I can see that I was maybe like avoiding facing Mm. by not being here but since like sort of realizing that I'm like but why is that a bad thing yeah like if I don't want to I can completely, you know, relate. I think coming back to like moving away from the area that you've grown up and then coming back, I feel like I've gone backwards mm. in my life. Mm. I feel like I've gone back like I and the cool thing about moving away from your home like you know where you grew up is like you actually get to create your own life. Mm. Like I feel like when I moved away, I created I created new connections, I created a new routine and it was mine. Yep. It was mine and I yep. and I and no one, you know, it was like I was Emma, I was just Emma, I mm. wasn't Emma who yeah, you know, like we yeah. said before. Yeah. Um but coming back here I'm like, oh, like it just doesn't it doesn't feel right. Mm. It doesn't feel right to be mm. back here. Mm. It doesn't feel right to be back in an area that I grew out of. Mm. Um and I think that that's probably similar to how you feel. Mm. Um I guess like <laughs> um and I guess for me, what's been really hard is coming to terms with that and sitting with that and thinking, okay, this is my situation, but what now? Mm. And I think that's the thing, you know, like recognizing the situation that you're in and the way that you're feeling, but then also getting to a point where it's like, okay, but like, where can I take control? How can I change this? And mm. it took me months, yeah, months and months, like you know, to the point I was fucking crying Mm. every second or third day just by myself bawling my eyes out, just being like, how the fuck have I ended up here? How have I ended up feeling this way? Mm. Um, And it wasn't until, like, I I remember I was sitting at the beach and I was like, you need to fucking change something. Like, you can't just be sitting like this. Like, and, you know, I think no matter sort of like what situation you're in, there's a way to try and change the way that you think about it. Correct. And I guess, like, the cool thing about that is, like, that's what you have control over for sure and yeah I think like when you find yourself and similar to be fair like with me I it's I've it's been a very rocky year and I've definitely had my ups and downs um and it's taken me a long time to be fair I'm still probably 
trying to do this but I am trying to sort of like change my perspective and my thoughts about it because that's what I can control like I can't necessarily control all the external factors I can't control and I can't go back in time and reverse the decisions I've made um so it's about okay well what can I control and it's actually in the last two weeks I've been really trying to practice like just positive thinking and it's actually been I know it sounds so simple doesn't it but it's actually being a game changer oh for sure and you know that's like one of my favorite quotes at the moment is like if you can't change it change how you think about it Mm. and that's so relevant to the year that both of us have had and situations that we've had um and I think you know thinking positive has such like a oh you're gonna be like this positive woo-woo kind of person but it really does have a massive impact Mm. and I think you know if you can just look at the lighter side of it or you know look at it as like oh it's not so bad I've got this or I can do this or whatever like and we said this again the other day like you sort of you vibrate at a different frequency yeah you 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 put out you attract what you put out yeah so if you're sitting there going woe is me fuck this shit oh I hate this place like me 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 you're just gonna attract that and it's just and your brain is just gonna try and find reasons to prove your belief Mm. do you know what i mean like it's just gonna be like oh yeah you're right and then there's that person that Mm. you hate and oh yeah you're right there's that thing that you Mm. don't like because it's like so like like your subconscious mind is really really powerful and i guess like if you're telling yourself this is this is what it is this is shit your subconscious mind is absorbing all that like it doesn't have it doesn't have a break it doesn't have time off it's constantly listening to your thoughts and Whatever your thoughts are, that's what your subconscious mind is going to bring to light. Well, that's like the red car analogy. Like, you think of a red car, you start seeing red cars everywhere. Yeah. It's kind of like that. You think your life is shit, you're going to start seeing all the shit things in your life. But also, it goes the other way. If you think your life is good, you're going to start to... Recognize what's good. That's right. And be grateful for what you have. And I think it's really easy to get caught up in the negative, which is definitely, I mean, I'm guilty of it. I did it. I've done it a lot this year and... I'm really trying to focus a lot more now on being a little bit more positive. Mm. Um, and that's really shifted my mood a lot as well. Mm-hmm. I think being present as well, you know, like a lot of the things that we went through this year were thinking about things that have happened, things that could have been different, things that should have been different, you know. And then we just enabled each other's. And No, but like literally, like, you know, you think about that and then you dwell on that and then, or you think about the future. How's this going to look? Is it going to play out like this? And so you're either in this like anxiety state or this like yeah like and you're never just going like but right now am i okay and i think that is so important just being like right now in this moment you know us sitting on the couch recording the podcast am i okay is life good fucking earth it is pretty good you know and it would be so easy to switch from that and be like oh but yesterday this this and this happened and da 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 or oh but what's tomorrow gonna be like and start getting anxious about that you know yeah almost like talk to yourself how you would talk to your best friend because I feel like we, when it's out, when it's the people that we care about and love, like we're so good at like uplifting them and being like, no, you've got this, you can do this. And it's like, well, we should be paying that back to ourselves because like, you know, self-love is really, really important. And I think a lot of people forget about that. I went to um, a psychologist mm. after months of feeling this way. And you'll remember this. <laughs> I like, I called and I thought it's going to take weeks to get in because mm. psychologists are under under a lot of pressure yeah um and the chick where i got the referral to goes oh um we've actually got so-and-so available tomorrow and i was like it's a sign 
they've had a cancellation i'm in <laughs> so i go to this psychologist and i'm telling her my problems and i'm like you know i'm feeling like this i don't really think i should be feeling like this i'm actually concerned for my mental health i want to be able to fix me before i try and like search for change i don't because you know at this point i was like fuck it should i move should do i need this do i need that and then i thought i can't go and do those things or make those decisions while i'm feeling this way Mm. anyway this psychologist was an absolute joke of a psychologist Mm. like she told me all about her life all about her partners all about how we're so similar how you know and her answer was like oh can you go live somewhere else why don't you do that and I was like because I don't want that to be my solution because I feel like that's a problem that I have I run away and I whenever I feel something I think oh maybe this will change it and she's like oh nah Mm. you know and I remember like I gave her I gave her a good crack I gave Mm. her three or four sessions and it wasn't until I walked out of the last session that I was like right like no one's coming to save you like Mm. obviously I think a good psychologist is a great investment Mm. and something that everyone should do but that was like the turning point where I was like you can't just expect to sit into a room and have someone tell you like I know I know what I need to do we all do we know what we need to do to do deep down Mm. and I think coming to that realization of like stop trying to just like push it onto someone else and have someone Mm. else save you was like a massive turning point for me this year yeah huge and um yeah so in a way it was like shit but I also learned a lot about Mm. myself and how I deal with things going through that yeah and I think that that's really shit that you had like a bad experience with yeah and I mean she may have been really suited to someone you know and Mm. I think that's the thing with psychologists is you've got to find your one one. that like meshes well with you but it just working coming from someone who works mental health a few boundaries were crossed there yeah definitely Um, so (laughs) yeah I mean because I also like I started seeing a psychologist this year as well Mm. and I had the complete opposite experience yeah um and I still go to her I've I don't even I've done I don't even know how many sessions Mm. I've gone to now like Mm. it's been an ongoing thing and um I've had quite a few like stressful things happen this year and um yeah like I she definitely helped me uh I guess like organize my thoughts or Mm. like kind of figure out because I sometimes I get like a very overwhelmed in my head and I have lots of thoughts and you know it's good to have that space to kind of talk about it and organize them um but yeah I mean it's not just a one-stop shop like you've got to do the work like Mm. you know there's a lot of things I've learned about myself this Mm -hmm. year in terms of my um I guess like my triggers like Mm. you know trying to learn how to regulate my emotions um because that's something I can struggle with sometimes um especially if I'm really stressed or Mm. anxious um so yeah, I've definitely learned a lot about myself, but again, it's been hard fucking work mm. and I've, it's been painful work. It's not and it's been... like about sort of stepping outside and looking back in and being like, okay, because when you're in your own head, mm. you can't like rationalize, you can't make these mm. like conscious decisions to change because you're so inside your head. These scenarios and these situations are so built up. And that's where I think like psychology is so good because you mm. go and you speak to someone that is an outsider and then mm. they can sort of like, pull you out and help you see it from their perspective not like your friend like you know you know that if you come to me obviously we're going to be able to chat about things and be open and honest but I'm always going to have your back I'm always Mm. going to be biased to you and how you feel and all of that and I think it's just so good to have yeah Yeah. that's just like hey 
this is how I see it. Have you tried this? Like, think about this. Like, you know? Yeah. And I think, like, having that person to vent to is really good. But also, yeah, I guess kind of what you said, no one's going to come and save you. Mm. Ultimately, like, you can go and you can do the work. But if you don't put that into practice every single day, you're not going to make progress. You're not going to get better. And you, there needs to be some, you know, sense or some sort of self-reflection mm. and... Um, self-awareness around your own behaviors because instead of looking at it's like you know looking at a situation and thinking oh this that and you know these are all the reasons it's like okay well what am I bringing to this situation mm-hmm. how am I contributing to mm-hmm. this problem and what can I do to change it mm-hmm. and I think that's where a lot of people go wrong people mm-hmm. like to play the, bl- the blame game and granted I'm guilty of it as well I think both of us this year you know and like if we just use the fact that we moved back here as the example mm-hmm. like both of us being like oh it's fucking shit and oh it's this and oh I yeah. don't like that and we don't have this and and it's like well hang on what are we doing to make it an enjoyable experience to actually like our time here to actually Mm. you know and it but again when you're in that situation it's so easy to just like feel like that and dwell in that and sit in that and spiral yeah and then you know if you've got this negative attitude towards something it's not that easy to just be like oh okay well let's make it fun (laughs) like because you just don't feel it yeah no it's really really hard and uh, like you know you'll go i feel like we've both gone through moments and we probably still will again where Mm. we 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 let that get the better of us but i think it's just you know that's definitely something that i have learned from this year um is that yeah we can control how we feel Mm, for sure sure what's something that you want to leave in 2023 um that it's fucking that no um i think like i've definitely been very negative this Mm. year i think Mm -hmm. so i and i know this sounds so (laughs) negative vibes um leaving behind but genuinely like Mm. i feel like i need to be very conscious of my thoughts Mm. i think my thoughts can be really negative and Mm -hmm. i think being very aware of like the subconscious mind and Mm -hmm. how powerful it can be Mm -hmm. and if my thoughts are negative then i'm going to attract negative things Mm. um so i've really been and i've already kind of started doing this Mm -hmm. it's something that yeah i'm just really trying to be conscious of how i'm thinking Mm. about everything in my life work my relationships Mm -hmm. my friendships like you know the future Mm. instead of being like oh, it's going to be shit. I'm more yeah. like, it's going to be fucking great yeah. and it's going to be the best and yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Or um, I'll, you know, make it the best that I can. Make it the best that and, I can. Yeah. And also like that it's going to be okay regardless. Mm. Like when have I ever not been okay? Exactly. And I think having that is, um, yeah, definitely something I want to kind of leave behind mm. in this, this year and move forward with a more positive um, mindset and practicing gratitude and being grateful for what I do have. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy to let that slip. Yeah. A habit that's so easy to like instill into your day, your week, your month, but so easy to just mm. let it go and not not actually think mm. and be like, fuck, what am I grateful for? Well, I Literally. remember very clearly a moment this year where I was doing breath work and um, at the end we do like a bit of a meditation and one of the questions was like, or one of the things that the facilitator said was like okay now i want you to take some time to think about something that you're grateful for and i literally lay there and i was like nothing like i i mm. and, and like i know that sounds so i genuinely i was trying to think mm. of something mm. i was trying to think of something mm. and i actually couldn't mm. and then i was like that's bad yeah something i get my clients to do and we've done on the retreats and stuff is 
to write a list of a hundred things you're grateful for mm. and like guaranteed you'll get a block at 10 you'll get a block at 50 you'll get a block at 60 but the more you do it the more you're like oh my god I am so grateful and like you look around you literally everything like if mm. you didn't have that your life would be harder you've mm. got something to be grateful for that um and I think that's like really powerful mm. like I've done it a few times and I've just remembered thinking like fuck <laughs> I think I would struggle I mean like I'd want it I, that's a great exercise and I yeah. think it's I think the point of it is like it is supposed to be kind of hard but and mm. challenging but at the end you get because I think in. a lot of people would like pick the standard things my friends my family my house my dog my car mm. you know and then it's like all right go deeper than that mm. like what is it about your friends that you're grateful for mm. what is it about your home that you're grateful for like and then just like from that like okay what is it about your home that you're grateful for oh my couch and then what from that all oh, the cushions on my couch and the blanket mm. on my couch and like and you just go and you go and you go and you go and it's like yeah and you're like fuck yeah there's a lot. you there. could keep going by the time yeah. you get to 100 you're like fuck yeah you know definitely what about you what are you gonna leave in 2023 i think putting pressure on one decision being the decision that makes me feel a certain way Mm. like i've very much been in like the mindset of like i just need to do this i just need to do that i just Mm. need to be here i just need to i just need to i just need to and it's like no like just like what can i do right now that will make me happy or will make me feel good or will like get me closer to where I want to be but not relying on this destination to make me feel a certain way like Mm -hmm. really focusing on trying to feel that now rather than assuming that in the future when I x y and z Mm. I will feel that way yeah um I think that's a massive thing and uh, like I really want to take into 2024 like a lot more discipline Mm. um and I'm sort of trying to like I'm practicing it now like I've something as simple as like change the background on my phone to remind me to like read to walk to drink water like you know to change the way that I'm thinking to do things to do hard things and I want to do that a lot more Mm. going into next year doing hard things like today I'm doing a 24-hour fast and I'm nearly done um but like things like that like just doing things that usually I'd be like why the fuck would I do that that's hard yeah and actually doing it and then you know strengthening that part of me yeah so when I do face hard things it's like hang on You've done this. You've, you've done, done this. this you've done this. It's like you're, you're almost training yourself. Yeah. Strengthening that like window Mental of resilience. tolerance, I guess. Mm. And that's what they say about like ice baths and mm. stuff like that. It's like the, there's a lot of like there's, there's a lot of physic, like physical aspects mm. to it, but there's also a lot of mental resilience and mm. training yourself in those hard situations helps you manage stress mm-hmm. better, helps you manage anxiety better. Mm-hmm. And um, It was like um, the session that I did last week where Mm. I had to put my hands into an ice bucket and like the point of that was like to learn to give yourself like 90 seconds to just process what's going on the things that you're feeling the things that you're going through and then like reassuring yourself that you're going to be okay you're okay this is hard Mm. yeah it hurts yeah your fingertips are cold but you're okay Mm. and it's like taking that lesson into life it's like you know going to the gym but for your mind yeah because I think there's so much focus on you know physical fitness physical health Mm. um but like people don't actually understand that you know you can train your mind to be stronger to be more resilient to you know handle tough situations better and the more exposure you have to those kind of things Mm. the more belief you're going to have in yourself when you're faced with those things in 
you know, reality. Knowing that, like, I can fly. I've done this before. Yeah. Or, like, I've been in a hard situation. I've been where I felt really uncomfortable and I've pushed through. And, you know, it's probably more on a subconscious level. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think that, you know, if you were about to get into a punch and you'd be like, but I've had a nice bath before, so (laughs) I got this. That's probably not a good example. But (laughs) do you know what I mean? Like, it's more on a subconscious level that you're like, I am the type of person that can handle this. I can handle Mm -hmm. tough situations. I can handle, you know. Yeah. It's almost like more important than not more important but like it's so important and like we don't get taught this stuff in school like we don't get taught how to deal with like emotional you know like emotional hardship or like really big life transitions or big stresses like we don't get taught we get taught fucking algebra which one i've never fucking used in my life but we don't get taught these skills and i just think it's also our our parents generation aren't very equipped with that either um and i think that we're probably the first you know our generation is probably you know because of the internet and social media we are learning a lot more around how important it is but people should be implementing these things daily um and yeah whether it be an ice bath or whether it be doing a breathwork session where you're pushing yourself to that limit even at gym you know like pushing yourself past that comfortable phase those last couple of reps are the ones that count like but if you can push your body to do that and you know it's hard and you know it fucking hurts, but you do it and yeah. you do it over and over and over. That builds the identity that you're someone that pushes yourself yeah. to those points that you can get through that pain and that struggle for the reward that's later down the track, yeah. you know? There's one thing I also wanted to mention why I think this year has been hard, especially for us too, is because of the life stage that we're in. Um, I think, you know, we've spoken about this before, but I just wanted to raise it again because obviously like we're 31, um, we're living together, you know, we see a lot of people, you know, married, having kids, um, the, you know, the classic sort of stereotypical journey that a lot of people do take. And I do feel like for us, because we have both felt pretty lost this year, I think we have a lot of pressure being like, well, you need to know you're 31. You need to know you should be here. You should be like, you know, and because we're not there, it kind of feels like this sense of, well, what the fuck have I done with my life? And even though, even though we both, I know that we have both achieved so much there is still that voice in the back of your head that says, yeah, but you, you know, you haven't got this. Or Or almost like that pressure of like, yeah, but when, when are you going to do that? Yeah. Are you going to, are you going to run out of time? Like, and, and that's been a huge thing for me this year. I've really struggled with that because, you know, it's just been quite like, there's been lots of things and Mm. people like every day I'm asked about fucking kids Mm. every day. I'm Mm -hmm. asked about, Oh, do you live with your partner? Mm. Every day I'm asked about like, Oh, like, but, you know, you'll want to, like, I don't know, just like, yeah. take time off for having kids yeah. or yeah. Yeah. whatever, like buying a house or whatever. I'm just yeah. like, oh, stop. Like, yeah. yeah. Stop it. I don't, like, why are you asking me these questions? Yeah. Yeah. And it is, it's, it just falls back to that, you know, societal pressure that is just constantly put on us. And, you know, it's all well and good to be like, you know, walk your own path and do your own thing, but it takes its toll. It does. It really does. Oh, your biological clock's ticking. Yeah. What about I had a psychic reading last week and yeah. she's like, oh, do you want kids? And I'm like, oh, not really. She's like, hmm, do you think you're leaving it a bit late? And I was like, are you? Like, yeah. are you right? Yeah. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Like, 
it's yeah. so fucking frustrating and like i i think that's had taken a huge hit mm. on, on both of us mm. this year so i just thought i'd point that out because i think that plays into all of this for sure and it's and you know i think a thing that both of us have struggled with is the lack of clarity mm. you know you yeah. said to me the other day like i just don't want i want to be stable as in like in one place this is where i live this is where i'm staying and you know for the last what Four. we moved in together in 20 2020 2019 2019 we've moved one two three four times pretty much i think five times five times times in the last four years you know and it's like and then we've got the next year's lingering how what's that going to look like where are we going to be how are we going to you know how's that going to look yeah yeah and And that's the lack of clarity or you know even the reassurance that the, the next move that we decide is that going to be the one is it the right one is it going to feel yeah. good is it going to feel great is that yeah. going to be you know i think that lingering is yeah i'm so out. done with starting over yeah i'm so done i'm so done but i'm also like yeah it's, it's just i just want to be somewhere and be like this is my place this is where i'm going to live this is where i'm going to go i'm going to build connections here i'm going to like you know build my life around here um so yeah that's been a huge thing what's been the best part about this year oh um <laughs> you're like oh fuck the best part about this year for me has been fuck am i well like i'm not gonna lie i very much disliked this year mm. and i take full responsibility for that yeah um but it just hasn't been a good year and i think when i think of this year i just don't Nothing comes out at me as, like, amazing. Mm. You know, I feel like even the good things that I've done, it's felt like I've done those to try and not feel the way that I feel yep. overall. Mm-hmm. Um, you go. Let me think about this. Um, I tend to agree with you in terms of, like, I can't – there's not, like, a moment where I'm, like, fuck, yeah, that was mm. sick. Maybe Don Bolo on the weekend. <laughs> that could be my highlight of the year. Um, but – I have to say this year I have learned so much about myself. Yeah, yeah. So much. Like I am so – oh, like I, it's just been a huge year of growth and I feel like it hasn't been easy and it mm. hasn't been fun. Mm. But I know that I'm going into next year with a lot more self-awareness, mm-hmm. a lot more patience, mm. I would say, and mm. a lot more um, – just aware of how my I I guess like my childhood my upbringing um has impacted like my behaviors Mm. now and with a lot more strategies Mm. around it um Mm -hmm. around how to navigate that and I also think yeah like doing finding breath work has been a pretty groundbreaking thing for me which Mm -hmm. I think I actually found that lost yeah but I, yeah, I feel like that's just having those sort of concepts has really helped me just grow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, getting uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah. Scary stuff, but yeah. also like it's been great because I can look back and think well, I'm a different person mm. in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Um, I don't really have anything. That's fine. You don't have to. <laughs> I mean, I should, right? But I don't. Okay. Well, how are you going into next year? I'm going to 
well, sort of like I just said, like I want and I've started already, like, you know, mm. in our last episode, we sort of said about New Year's resolu- resolutions, like you don't need to wait for that. Yeah. And I've sort of like started to embody that myself. I'm like, mm. no, start doing the hard things now, blah, blah. Mm. But next year I want to, you know, create clarity for myself, mm-hmm. I think, because I'm in control of that. And mm. that's something that's really thrown me this year. Um be more disciplined, do harder things, like put myself in uncomfortable situations, like, you know, be a part of more communities, like just all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, when I think about next year, I have no idea what it looks like. I have no idea what's ahead. I have no idea what I'm going to do or how I'm going to do it or, mm. you know, what it looks like. But I do know there is certain things that I really want to feel that I really want to be Mm. and i need to sort of like set up a plan and just go for it i think yeah yeah what about you um well next year i really want to try to create stability Mm. in my life Mm -hmm. um i really like there are a few decisions i need to make some Mm. sort of big decisions um that will really influence next year and i think yeah taking some risks Mm. will be a part of that um which is a little bit scary but i think i need to be brave Mm -hmm. um and and sometimes and just take the leap and lean into that like that Mm. discomfort and that scary feeling yeah because i think like when you've got that it's usually a good sign that something pretty good's gonna happen yeah you know like you're gonna you are outside your comfort zone if you already feel scared about it yeah yeah so yeah hopefully stability um and yeah risk-taking but also creating that sort of like, I don't know, I just want to be in one place. Yep. And I just want to build a lot, yep. build my life around that. Yeah. I love um, it. Yeah. Look at us go. I know. We really, um, it's been a roller coaster of a ride mm. for 2023. We'd love um, to hear how your year's been because it's been a pretty common theme with the people that I have spoken to about mm. this is that this year's not been that great. Um, yeah retrograde yeah i wonder if it's like coming off the back of covid and then last year everyone had this like not gonna like yeah we can actually live and i'm not gonna let anything stop me kind of thing and then we sort of like slip back into our old pre-covid ways i don't know completely different like we're different people yeah COVID, most people Mm. because that experience was wild literally (laughs) so yeah i'd be interested to hear if like was it a good year? Was it a shit year? What do you want to do for 2024? Mm. Um, and I think it's a good time for everyone to like set your intentions for next year. Yes. Set those intentions. Like what what do you want and how – what do you have to do to get Write it? Write that like, shit down. Literally. Like it's so easy to be like, oh, I want to double my income. But if you don't have a plan or you don't set the intention of like how you're going to do it, it's sort of just like a up in the air airy fairy desire yeah. mm. um so i think yeah now's a good time to do that some yeah. journaling and and also i just thought i'd recommend a podcast um that i got it got recommended to me through um a like a business coach um called your manifesting bestie um i've listened so far to the first three episodes and it talks all things manifesting um talks a lot about the subconscious mind and how you can how you can sort of create your thoughts and make them your reality and i know that sounds really airy fairy but it is um there's definitely a lot of merit to it so if you have um if you want to start manifesting for 2024 i'd highly recommend it yeah i love it i've been like 
full. And that's the kind of thing that will raise your vibrations, as we were saying earlier, like Mm. listening to that stuff and just having those messages just like popped into your brain and like just re-guiding the way that you're thinking. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, highly recommend that podcast. Yeah. Mm. Love it. All right. Is that our 2023 review? Fuck, that was depressing. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully next year's one's a bit better. (laughs) No, we've done good things. We've like, you know, there has obviously been great times this year. Um, But I think like, you know, as an overall look on the year. Yeah. It's it's that. It's that. And that's okay. That's right. I think it's, you're going to have these years. Yeah. And then it makes the good years even that much better. Yeah. So come at us 2024. Fucking, we're ready. We're raring to go. We're ready. Fucking slow. Slow light of 2023 in the bin. You're done. You're you done. done. You're done. Can't wait. And your mom. And your mom. <laughs> if anyone hasn't doesn't know what we're talking about, go to TikTok. Look at the girl who has Tourette's. She's yeah. a fucking pisser. She is. We love her. She is. She's great. Um. All right. Do we? Yep. Pack her up, boo. Yep, we do. We do. Go. Um, as we've said in the last couple of episodes, if you could rate us, um, subscribe, and share any feedback, that would be amazing. We love it. Love hearing it. And we hope that you be, be good, good or be, be good, good at it. it. <laughs>